Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Comment the Podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I am Tori. I'm Marin. And the Crime Junkies are back doing anything but Crime Junkies. We are wrapping up the 2022. God, it's not 2020. It's not <laughs> 2019. Time is yet a vacuum that we are just little bits and parts of floating in. Um, we hope you have a good day. This is going to be Tori's C-Drama wrap-up because Tori watched a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, I was unbusy this summer, so I feel like I I ran through a lot of brain rot. So we're just going to go through this list. I'm going to talk about everything I've watched. And then I'm going to give you like my top three or five. Because it hasn't been as dry a year in Chinese dramas as it has in... Korean dramas in my perspective but you know I watched a lot so let's kick it off um I started the year off with some grudo brain a 2020 rom-com 46 episodes it's called the centimeter of love he's a doctor she's a pilot uh this was it's giving um very much you know regular rom-com life um I think they were mentioning COVID-19 and it is dysfunctional family this was some of the most um well acted dysfunctional family stuff i've seen in a chinese drama like this the main male character his mother was a single mother and she's very controlling mm-hmm. very very controlling and like he has like an emotional breakdown in like one of these episodes where i was like damn i know you're not gonna get an award for that sir but poxu because <laughs> that was that was it was nice um it was very cute very grown it wasn't as was as um pink pink like it wasn't as pink romantic as i would like it to be but they like dealt with a lot of different concepts because she's of course the oldest daughter who makes money and he's the only child of a single mother and of course there's a bitch plotting to get in between them and the mother let her and it was just i was like this is a lie um i recommend it though it is 40 episodes but like for over 40 episodes but it's like it's real brain rot like you don't really have to <laughs> d- dive waist deep into it i we i rewatched you are my hero it's still a great chinese drama um to fly with you now listen if there's something if there's nothing else that chinese modern dramas are gonna do they don't give you a trend bitch we got one skating drama no bitch we got like three or four we got one video game drama no there's like 10 it's like <laughs> the way that productions get churned out in china is not to be played with um She's a speed skater. He's an ice skater. It's a college romance. And that is one thing I can say the modern genre of Chinese dramas do well. It's a college drama because I'll be damned if they give us one in K-dramas. <laughs> um, it was cute. It was age-appropriate situations. The romance was getting. I, there was also like a lot of sisterhood. I like that not the core focus of it was a relationship. It was like the relationship was happening. But these two people were also dealing with being in their respective you know um sports and dealing with people and injuries and shit like that very cute 8.5 out of 10 Mm, this stars two babies that i well one baby that i fell in love with recently the female lead is um song zuer and she's immaculate whatever she does and wang on you is like a new baby love of mine that i've gotten into this year when did i start liking him I feel like To Fly With You was the tea on the cake, but he was just like, he's been in a lot of stuff lately. And I'm like, oh, okay. We, we, I like what I'm, I like what I'm seeing. I like what we're doing here. I like a Picasso. 
So while we were on the skating trend, I watched Skate Into Love, which is another skating drama. Can't get the two confused because one of them is much better than the other. Um, and uh, again, starring some of my babies, Zhang Xinqing, who is an amazing actor, and Janice Wu, who is also an amazing actress. Girl, this script was lame. It was lame. It was not as well thought out or plotted out, or the characters weren't as broad as To Fly With You. So if I, if you're going to watch a skating drama, watch To Fly With You. Skating to Love was like, I felt like there was a lot of drama where there was not needed, <laughs> from what I remember. He's an ice hockey player. She's a speed skater. Uh, it, I don't know. I think they, yeah, they were like knew each other in childhood whatever it was just not good that got like a 6.5 out of 10 for me now we're back in the real brain rot territory if voice has memory you want to talk about the brain rottiest of brain rot this man um who plays the lead in this his name is uh Wade Ming. he is brain rot king i feel like the last five projects he's been in all brain rot rom-coms he's always wearing glasses he's always like some kind of genius or a teacher or a professor or whatever um but he does it well so i can't blame him for getting that back sir please continue um it's a 7 out of 10 it was about voice acting um and like video games and dramas and shit like that it was it was forgettable but you know do it the lion's secret i did a whole (laughs) whole episode about this one um the definition of what happened to the original plot of the movie um i the one line i have for the show is how do you make a ptsd key part of this main character and then give them ptsd at the end of the show Juya Wen, who is the actor, is great. He's always picking whack ass scripts. And I just, <laughs> he got another script coming out. And I, lo- I looked at the synopsis and I was like, sir, you just won't give me a break. He's <laughs> just like, I can't have nice things. This man is, and he's so fine to me. And he's so good of an actor. I was just, ugh, I'm not going to rant about that again. You can listen to the episode on that. It's 8 out of 10. My dear lady, I didn't even write a synopsis, girl. I don't know what the fuck this is about. It got a 7.5 out of 10. It was brain rot. The King's Avatar. Now, listen, what did I say about video game trends? We're going to have 15 of them, bitches. And King's Avatar is always up there. People are like, you should watch this. I'm usually not a fan of video game dramas. I'll watch them when they're, like, really brain rot. A lot of them pretend to be they're trying to be way too inspirational mm-hmm. about the video game career. Like, we get it. You want this to be a new thriving um industry in china or whatever and also young young's projects be like some of them hit some of them don't i'm like sir i need consistency if we're gonna do this but i watched it binged it and fucking loved it i think this drama um benefited from the fact that the cgi was bomb and they had instead of us watching a screen of people playing games like shooter games or like any other games or or watching um then like they just cut back forth between the actors intense faces and they're clacking on the keyboard like you get to go into this game and all of the characters that they play in the game look like the actors and so So it feels munty hunty munty (laughs) if china ain't got another sister god what that cash moolah why do you think i watch the movies all the time i just love (laughs) the money on screen (laughs) money on screen it's giving it's giving rich bitch um (laughs) if 
And you so and so being immersed in the world of the game that they're playing instead of being it instead of it being like I'm just watching shit on a screen was it made it 110% more interesting. The gameplay the, with great music. They weren't trying to be too over inspirational. Season 2 is coming out. I just saw that. Y'all better give me my entire cast because I need you know the cast back. I'm excited to see how this goes. I hope y'all still have the budget. Like, don't, you cannot have the budget with this. The budget, this is one of the things where, like, money spent well. Uh, 8 out of 10, I definitely recommend. I think that this is on Netflix. Intense Love, another regular-ass rom-com. Like, brain rot. Um, 24 episodes, 45 minutes an episode. It stars a new and up-and-coming baby that people love called Dingyushi. This was one of those where I was, like, the almost kissings had my heart fluttering mm-hmm. i was like "Ooh, i feel a little chemistry the plot girl i couldn't recite it for you if you had a gun to my head rich man poor i don't think it was poor woman but it was like i think it was too i think they're both like equally in social standing and their parents were trying to get them set up it was i don't know whatever it is it was okay if you need a little something just to fill the void seven out of ten love and time I consumed it and forgot it. Pure brain rot, 6.5. I told y'all. I just, there was so many shows on here. I was like, what the fuck was I watching? <laughs> um, I think Love and Time was the one where, oh yeah, it's, it's got, it stars another pairing of like pretty well-known actors, but it was like, he was her bully in high school. And I was like, why would we ever continue with this relationship after that? But you know, rom-coms, they're going to do what they do. Begin again. One of my favorite female actresses, Zhang Yutong. I was disappointed <laughs> in the script. I was like, mm, you were trying something and it didn't work. Uh, it's, it is interesting because she's a rich, she's the rich kind of self-centered character. And he's poor doctor. And then she kind of basically, his family borrows money from her. Um, and basically, she's like, okay, to pay this back, we have to now get married. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, okay. Um, it wasn't as good as the plot as I thought it was going to be. Something was missing. Um, I wanted it to, like, scratch a specific itch when I was, like, for rom-coms and chemistry. But there was, like, so much drama going on between her and her family and her daddy. And then them, like, not starting under, you know, wholesome circumstances. She, like disappears like a third of the way through the series and it comes back and pretends like nothing happens and it pops up with a kid i was like okay you know what (laughs) i feel like y'all don't have enough real estate to flush out the story and it shows um please love me another dive in a brain rot that i consumed to forgot a 6.5 out of 10 begin again was a 7.5 out of 10 i say watch it if you like the actors you can leave it if not plot love now let's I should show you the poster for this one. <laughs> Wait, no, it's not 10. this one. Oh, girl. <laughs> girl. I. Oh, I don't even. I'm looking at the synopsis and I don't even remember what this was really about. Um, 24 episodes, 30 minutes an episode. It was. I think I said interesting premise, horrible execution. I didn't like the ending. I think I was thinking of something different. I don't remember what the show was about. <laughs> don't watch it. Um, 
um, Why Women Love, one of the better rom-coms of the year. There's like a Nuna romance trend going on in China right now. So a lot of the big name actresses are like, why um, do another script with these big name actors where they're just going to make him lecture me? I watched this. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Why do that when I could get, you know, a decent female role with a younger actor and then body that? Um, the, usually the reason I don't watch Nuna Romances is because the actresses, well, you know what, almost in any circumstances, actresses outact their counterparts like seven to one. <laughs> like, they're usually really good. And so I was c- concerned about this because I really do love the female actress for this who is, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. Um... I do love her Jin Jin uh Jin oh, I don't want to say her okay Jin Jin yes Jin Jin she's a great actress and so I was like okay you know what I'm gonna do it I'm gonna trust it and so Wang Ziyi is like an idol and I was like oh, okay we'll see how this goes <laughs> it was actually really cute that man and I haven't been attracted to a man who wears skinny jeans in a long time but that full leather get up he be having with the leather pants and the jacket and the yep. boots, I was like, you know what? I, I get it. Him. I was like, I was like, he's so attractive. Looked him up, he's an idol. Right. I said, of course, I'm falling for the, I'm falling for the marketing gimmick. What? I get it, right? <laughs> I've, I'm, I've paid my coins. I'm front row. <laughs> Why Women Love was very well executed. Forty five minutes episodes, a cute twenty four episodes. They didn't drag nothing out. It was like good motivation for the character well scripted well acted everything you want in a rom-com edit a 10 go watch it go watch it um royal feast another great attempt at something that was not well executed this is like um a lot of like b-side historicals that happen in chinese dramas usually have a theme this one was food they're like we're gonna do a whole drama about food set up in the ming dynasty and i'm like okay cool it it was good until it wasn't it was like 40 episodes 45 minutes an episode it got real realistic at the end i think there was also voice dubbing going on that i really didn't like um i felt like there were too many moving parts towards the end a lot of historicals do this where they're like oh right we're historical we got to get political and you're like bitch it's too late for that just (laughs) give me give me the romance i want it was nonetheless a good uh, historical and i definitely think it'll scratch an itch for you this is starring shukai and wu jinyan so you know it was it was getting its little coins um it was also like um for a historical that didn't have like a ton of money i feel like put into it compared to a lot of the other ones it was also well decorated um edit a 10 dine with love okay so mango tv has been doing this thing recently where a lot of their like modern romances are like these 16 episode show remembrance of things past the drama that i loved last year mm-hmm. was also a mango tv one was also 16 episodes and they do this thing where it's like a cliffhanger on every episode without being like somebody's dying cliffhanger but like mm-hmm. something that just leaves you like just on the edge just on the hook and they did the same thing with dying in love and so each episode is an hour and 15 minutes but like you get back into that hour you're like oh but i want to watch the next one. Ooh, but what's the next you know gonna happen next and so i enjoyed this i think that the content of the script didn't have enough drama for them to really be doing the cliffhanger thing every episode but i still really enjoyed it i remember being really into the story being you know it's a regular rom-com it's nothing new nothing special 
but I do like this format that Mango TV has been doing, and I want them to continue it. I haven't seen any other 16 episode dramas from Mango TV that I would want to watch, but I do recommend this one. It's once again about food, but it's office workplace. And so, you know, that's always kind of fun. The chemistry was nice. Um, so, 8 out of 10. I definitely say go try that out if you have it on your list. The Oath of Love. <sighs> Another um, very hyped up rom-com because the leads are very popular. I look, Yangza hasn't been in a drama that I've watched all the way through in a while. And this is the first one that I've watched in a while. I feel like Oh, have I not watched anything she's been in since Go-Go Squid? Damn, that's no. not... Not me watching Go-Go Squid right now. <laughs> you are? Yeah. <laughs> um, damn, I haven't watched anything Homegirl's been in in a while. Um, The Oath of Love was just not as good as I wanted it to be. These are two very, very popular actors who are very, very good at acting. The script was just kind of like, meh. It's, like, got chronic illness in it. He's a doctor. She's a violinist. 32 episodes, 25 minutes episode. I felt like they were aging Gong Joon's... Oh, not Gong Joon. Um, Xiao Zhan's uh, character, the male lead, to be so much older than her when that's not how they look. And I was very confused by that. Like, she's supposed to be, like, getting her master's degree or just out of college, and he's supposed to be, like, a professor, doctor in hospital. I'm like that the visually doesn't make sense and so (laughs) then the relationship dynamic also didn't make sense because he was always like being the older spouse type where he like kind of lectured and taught her stuff and i'm like y'all that was a miscast honestly (laughs) uh so yeah maybe they'll do another project and i love that but next is legally romance now listen i had no intention of watching this I think I was like, I'm going to just try anything. And I love Song Zuer. She literally can do no wrong in my head when it comes to acting because she knows how to deliver. She is one of the girls that will deliver you emotions, comedy, you know, mellow, whatever it is. She's going to pull it out of her back pocket and lay it on the screen. When I saw that the male lead was Zatao, <laughs> like from EXO Zatao, I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. Be fair, I had not seen Zetao do any acting, I don't think. Um, so this is my first thing for him, and I'm like, I don't know. I was very impressed how he kept up with her on screen. Song Zuer has been in the game for so long, and she's such a great actress, that it's easy for her to outact her counterparts, even though she is so um, naturally good at delivering. Zetao really kept up. He has like an emotional breakdown in one of these episodes. I was like... Mm-hmm. Purser, not me getting teary-eyed, not me like feeling emotion. And like they didn't make his character um too narcissistic to the point that I couldn't like him. Mm-hmm. Like it was just the right amount of like cold male lead, but fun. And it's a time drama that I actually enjoyed. Now look at God. Y'all know I can't stand a fucking time travel story because it always is a sadness. But it's like these two people dated in college and they broke up and she gets to go back to when they were in college and see kind of his parts of the story and kind of what led to their breakup. And then she comes back to the present and they're still trying to figure it out. 
and their lawyers and it was cute and i really 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 enjoyed this and i definitely suggest you add it to your list it gets an 8 out of 10 for me um i'm i was impressed uh it was it explores the characters emotions that i think in a lot of modern rom-coms you don't get a lot you like it was Mm -hmm. expressive without being dreary and expressive without taking too long to show us who the characters were so legally romance is an 8 out of 10 for me now this is the one i was talking about mysterious love I'm gonna have to sum. Let me let me pull up this synopsis for you. I'm gonna read it and I'm gonna tell you what the story was about. So, quirky, adorable theater actress Ren uh, Ren Nian Chu meets Le Tong, a cold and arrogant guy who possesses both high EQ and IQ. Le Tong saves Runi Chan from a dangerous situation. The two develop feelings for each other, but separate due to different life tracks. Five years later, the two reunite and their feelings for each other rekindle. However, the two are faced with new danger as they work together to unravel the antagonist schemes. Now, you listen to that. Mm-hmm. What dangerous situation do you think he saved her from? If you were thinking of rom-com space. Dangerous situation that he saved her from. Mm-hmm. His family is the only thing I can, that can be seriously. That's the only thing. Like Those mother-in-laws can be crazy. Uh-huh. This girl goes on vacation. And I think she falls off a cliff into the ocean. And then gets saved by this man who is undercover in a fucking cartel. Excuse me? <laughs> you heard me. Yeah, repeat that again one more time, please. I can absorb she's, it. I, 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 if my memory doesn't fuck with me, she's on vacation. She falls into the ocean. He saves her. Like, she washes up ashore, like, something like that. He yeah. saves her. Um, and he's a member of this cartel. And so she's basically kidnapped under this cartel for like a few, like a week or so. And, you know, he lets her go, but, and then they meet five years later and he refuses to admit that he was the man that saved her in the cartel. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing that sticks out to me that I remember is that the night that she gets saved, he has to quote unquote lay claims to her. So he pretends to sexually assault her by doing push ups on top of her because the other guys are watching. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> Girl, I said, What? What's happening? I was like, Let me. Fit. It's only 16 episodes, it's 35 minutes an episode. I was like, Let me watch all of this because what? <laughs> It was a good idea because, well, no, I can't say it was a good idea because the whole, like, most of the plot is basically gaslighting. Mm-hmm. He's gaslighting her. She's like, you're the man who saved me. He's like, no, I'm not. That's like, literally, he ain't done no, like, plastic surgery, change haircut, nothing. You are the nigga who saved me <laughs> from dying five years ago. And he's like, no, I'm not. And so it's like, it's like business stuff going on to girl double identities and shit and i was just like this was a good idea y'all 16 episodes was not enough for y'all to flush out this plot (laughs) not with 35 minutes an episode the beginning alone i was like how do you because also like the mental olympics to be like 
am I truly remembering wrong? No, this man, like, the gaslighting alone is just like, okay, whatever. Did he do uh, it to, like, protect her? Like, why did he want her? Yeah, I, he, I think he was, like, trying to protect her because he was still dealing with the dudes from that time. I don't know. Uh. Yeah. Some, some, some noble shit. It's 7.5. Watch it on your own accord. Um, I rewatched You Are My Glory. The more I rewatch that drama, the more mid it gets. <laughs> I rewatch Chef Hua, which is still great. Dating in the Kitchen. I watched that one too. You want to talk about zero chemistry on screen? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't think I've watched a show in such a long time where nothing the leads do gives me spark, gives me joy. Zhao Lushi is an amazing actress. So is Lin Yushin. This was an awful... This is why we do chemistry reads, people. I don't know who thought this was a good idea. It just... It it didn't fit. Don't watch it. <laughs> there was almost... Every time they were together, I was like... It's colder than my deep freezer in here. I don't... I don't get it. Um, I don't think I want to get it. So, yeah. The Lady in the Butcher's House... This is where I feel like C-Dramas kind of picked up for me for a little bit. And then we take a real dark-ass down pivot. The Lady in the Butcher's House was um, a 45-minute, an episode, 36-episode, historical comedy romance. Um, You know, it's good because it's like this dude was orphaned when he was young. This butcher family, you know, raised him. He becomes unofficial they end up getting married but it's like they're like childhood frenemies it was cute i feel like it got we kind of lost the plot towards the end of the movie also this man tong among she if you play a sickly scholar one more time we're gonna have to fight i need you to give up that real quick it was like it was very cute it was like um they had like an awkward phase and the phase where they fall in love and there was a lot about you know because well because all of our historicals were written modern times you know feminist agenda injected to it i didn't like the fact that the female lead would kind of like physically abuse him like in a comedic way she's like chasing him around her butcher knife and stuff like that and i was like Mm -hmm. they overplayed that 7.5 out of 10 i say watch it my sassy princess if there was any drama that i was pissed off that the censor board decided they wanted to fuck up, it was this one. The chemistry between the leads. Ah! This man was saying shit that I was like, this is Wattpad, this is AO3. Um, If I could make a character from my own AO3, he would be one. Uh, I love how the description is two lines. Lu Ling, the dominating princess, Chang Le, meets the cold and skilled martial artist Xin Yan. Together they embark upon a journey. They like, it's it's great because she's not in a place of disprivilege. Mm-hmm. You know, it's rather, because she's a princess. 45 minutes, only 22 episodes. It was probably filmed longer, but the sensei boy was like, no, chop that shit up. I don't know what happened. It was great. The chemistry was amazing. They killed my, they had a pig named um shin onk mm-hmm. and they the antagonist killed him i was so upset <laughs> i said y'all don't have to do my nigga shin onk like that i was so sad it was too short an iconic pairing 
they could have gave me 40 episodes of that, I would have watched it. Every single one. Um, She is the one. 5.5. I don't know what it was about. Um, For the Mary Doctress, another 5.5. Don't remember what it was about. Delicacy's Destiny. Now, this is a thing that should have felt like a sequel to Royal Feast because this, the main actress for Delicacy's Destiny is the second female lead of Royal Feast and it's also about food in the Ming Dynasty. Um, It was nice. It was average execution. The ending was rushed. You know, food and palace dramas is always fun. I re-watched... I rewatch Once We Get Married, which is a very cute Chinese drama, still a nine out of ten. Um then Simmer Down, forty episodes, modern drama, uh again, starring two people that I fucking adore, Chin Chao, Wang Xiao Chen. Um, it was very average. It was very average. But it did its job, I guess, when I needed it to. Um the Legendary Life of Queen Lao. Okay, now let's let's talk about this. <laughs> the Legendary Life of Queen Lao is a 36-episode, 45-minute historical. The female lead is Jackie Lee. What's her her Chinese name? I hate them. Uh, her name is Lee Jiaqi. She is mid-sized, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the whole point of the drama is about how people really weren't expecting her to be queen or didn't like that she was queen because she, you know, wasn't like the other girls. She's not skinny. She's not, you know, poised. All that good stuff. I feel like part of the drama worked. They did fall in love, but they also didn't actually have an intense kiss scene. Mm -hmm. So I was very upset about that because I was like, is it in your contracts to not have kiss scenes? Um, or was it that it's because she's supposed to, I don't know what it was. There was something off about the execution of that drama. And I was just like, okay, like the funny moments were funny, but they really didn't have any intimate scenes for this to be in historical, especially in a B-side historical. Like usually they up the romance. So you'll watch the show. Uh, so yeah, that was confusing for me. I didn't like it. Uh, it got a 7.5. I say watch it if you want to. Uh, A Dream of Splendor. I did a whole rant about that. We could have had it all. Okay? We could have had it all. Uh, I watched Crouchy Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Love Like the Galaxy. Did a whole episode about that. Probably one of my favorite dramas released this year. Checkmate. Also felt like it should have been a sequel to another Republican detective story, like Sherlock's story, starring these two male leads, but it's not. <laughs> um, I actually liked uh, My Roommate is a Detective that came out in 2020, starring our homeboy Hu Yitan and hot girl um, Zhang Yulan. Uh, yes, that's my nickname for him. John Leon, Zhang Yulong, uh, that's just his nickname. You don't, you don't have to understand it. It's between me and him. Um, it was another, but this one is based off an Agatha Christie book. Okay. So it's like a remake of that. I want season two. I still watched it. Like crime, like low key crime with the Republic clothing, my boys in suits and fur and shit. Why not? Um, 
it definitely is in the same territory as brain rot when it comes to procedurals because it was just literally the same format for every every episode so but i said watch it because i enjoyed it um last but not least let's see what else to watch Ba, ba, ba. This was the, I was in my Thai era, so Chinese shows were taking a back seat. Um, Hello, the Sharpshooter. I literally just got done binge watching this yesterday. I have to give this drama its kudos. It's about a um a a sharp. What do you call? I guess I guess it's called sharpshooting in the Olympics. That sport. I'm not yeah. sure, but I know what you're talking about the air rifle shooting people mm-hmm. that's the male lead and she is a live streamer who is like sports live stream live caster um once again starring Hugi Tan and what is her name she's actually a really one of my favorite younger actresses she always is gonna deliver uh whatever where is this drama oh okay why is sharpshooter one of one word um Ching Fei, she is always gonna deliver. Um, the forty episodes were easier to watch for me because I just skipped through all the second, um, the second female lead and the second male lead story. Look, Kido Ma and Lu Qingyun are great actresses. Actors, I, their story was just boring to me. Um, so it's kind of like there's amnesia in it. I know you're thinking, Tori, what are we doing? This is not two thousand and six. I know. This was actually Amnesia done well because it wasn't like the story was happening and he got Amnesia and that we had five episodes left. The character from the beginning has Amnesia. These two people dated in high school. Something happened. Um, um, they get accosted by robbers. I'll just tell you it. I guess spoiler alert. It's not really a spoiler because you're going to have to figure that out. They get accosted by robbers. Um... And they say that they're going to kill the girl unless he brings money back. He goes to get the money, gets in a car accident, leaving her there. She thankfully gets saved by the police before anything happens to her. But this results in both of them having PTSD in different formats. And um, he ends up having selective amnesia about her. So he remembers his high school life. He remembers getting in the car accident. He doesn't remember why, though. And so they meet again when he's in the college sharpshooting team, you know, on his way to be an Olympus athlete. And she is just starting out her career as a live streamer. And at first I was like, here's the thing that really caught There's two things that really caught me. The first two, three episodes, this man is looking at her like without hitching. I was thinking about you all day. I couldn't get you off my mind. I said, motherfucker, we are on episode three. You can't just say like intensely looking at her saying like that he's like he's like propping it up to pheromones because she's the first person who's ever like made him distracted while shooting and he doesn't know why Mm -hmm. and so they go on this journey together to cure both of their ptsd she has an aversion to touch from the opposite sex and he you know his selective amnesia has caused him to have like nightmares about rainstorms and um things like that but it was the the one the reason i'm giving it it's kudos and points because there was a psycho uh, there was a psychologist character who was literally with them and giving them therapy the entire show i said by god damn it we have done it we have made progress (laughs) progress 
a psychologist was there literally talking about the different symptoms of PTSD, how that you two you can help each other, but you you're not you're not you're not gonna be able to solve this illness for them. They have to do it themselves. I was like, Yes <laughs> Yes Like we don't use the mental illnesses as characteristics for these characters without actually giving them treatment. So it got props for me. I literally just finished it yesterday. It gets like an eight. Um, it's really good. I think you should ignore the rating on MDL and actually just watch it for yourself. I thought it was well acted. Um, eight, I mean, 40 episodes could be long, but I feel like it was actually really well paced. And the ending didn't feel rushed. I was actually satisfied with it. Um, last but not least, I just got done with New Life Begins. Before we shot this, New Life Begins is my latest obsession in domestic historicals. Listen, domestic historicals are my jam. The less political we are, the more I love it. Even though this was very political, but it was political in a way that I actually enjoyed it. Even though towards the end, it got more political, less romantic, but that's typical for historicals. It stars Baby Xiaobai, Bai Jingting, and Tin Shiwei, who I haven't seen in a lot of projects, I think. Yeah, I've only seen her in one or two other things, but this was, she, um, as somebody who's, I guess, more on the rookie side compared to Bai Jingting, she did not, she held up her own on screen. 40 episodes, 45 minutes an episode. It's very feminist injected historical, which is nice. It's about these, this kingdom where there's nine different regions and one of the regions rules over the kingdom and every year they sin one girl from each region to be married into the palace to the different princes and stuff like that and there's food involved and there's a little cute little dog and i feel like the all oh, the romance was just like really well acted their chemistry was never awkward um the emotional scenes between like the kings and his sons and how you use your children as tools in the royal family was actually really well acted they injected feminism in the show without it feeling like too modern mm-hmm. because each region has a different type of culture so like you have a region where women are usually in charge and men marry into a women's family you have a monogamous region you have regions where you know women do business and things like that but in this ruling um region they don't really do that and so you see how these women from all these different regions have an influence on the country the cismance is great um Bai Jingting becomes a better actor the more and more I see him. Um, and so I cannot wait for his other projects. So this actually got an 8.5 from me, and I definitely recommend you watch it. I am currently watching She and Her Perfect Husband. I was concerned that I wasn't going to like the actual age gap between the actors um, in real life, but it's not as noticeable as I thought it would be. So that's Tori's 2022 uh wrap up is there any stories that i talked about that you would add to your list man yeah i probably watched dine with love i want a good you know you know like brain rot and it's only 16 episodes yeah yeah it's good i think it's on youtube too okay yeah um if i had to pick out of the things i watched actually let me look at my watch list because I don't know if I watched a lot of 2022 Chinese dramas. Let's see. Completed. Let's see. 
Okay. Ones that came out in 2022 that I finished. Okay, there was actually a lot. Oh, Romance of the Little Forest. Why is that not? Oh, I didn't add that to my thing. Romance of the Little Forest was good. Um, uh, um, Zhang Bingbing finally giving me a good goddamn script. Sir, it's about time. It's about motherfucking time. You don't understand. That man has been giving me iffy ass scripts for a while, and I was just gonna cry. This is actually good. Um, thirty five episodes, forty five minutes episode. I gave it an eight. Um, my favorite two thousand and twenty two dramas. Love like the galaxy is definitely number one. It was so good and so well acted, and I loved every last minute of it. Um, New Life Begins was also amazing. I think that was really good. Legally Romance is something I definitely suggest you go watch. Those are like three. Um, two, 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 two. Out of the ones that came out in 2022, other things that I watched this year that I definitely recommend. King's Avatar, if you haven't watched it, I definitely recommend that. It was one higher up on my list. Uh, and I think that might be it. I don't want to put you through the pain of watching My Sassy Princess because it's just too short. <laughs> and I also tell people to watch A Romance of the Little Forest. I think that was a well-executed um, storyline. So yeah, that was my 2020 Chinese drama wrap-up, Chingledur. Uh If you find anything from this list uh and try it please let me know i'm excited for what the new year is coming i know we're supposed to be getting joy of life season two please god because i still haven't watched the last episode for the last season because i know it's gonna make me fucking cry um let me actually see what's upcoming i feel like there's a lot of good upcoming stuff um like some really big projects i know the faded general is supposed to be coming out the fox romance dramas are supposed to be coming out i haven't got a chance to look up all the upcoming chinese dramas but with that being said thank you guys for listening to my rambles and this like rapid fire review um we hope you are enjoying the holidays and we can be your background filler while you're cooking pie for your family. Uh, you can always chit chat with us on Twitter at Commented to talk at Commented Podcast. Until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. Bye bye.